<laughs> all right. Huge for, all green light. for all you guys listening out on out there, if I, Gary will shut up for a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Chemical Balance Podcast. This is a work in, uh, work in training, first time ever doing this, myself included. I'm going to introduce everyone that's in here tonight. Uh, we will start with Mr. Michael Tui. Oh, hold um, on. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. Who are you? Who am I? Who are you? Um, who are you? I, I skipped over myself, huh? All right. So for those of you guys that don't know me, I, I am uh, your host in this each week. Hopefully, this might be my only week, the way this has started. Um, Paul Katumas is my name. Most of you guys in the Wiffle world know me as Boomer. Um, known these guys, well, Gary, for 20-something years. Um, I'll keep it short and sweet on myself because you guys aren't here to listen to me. But... Um, but yeah, I know a lot about the wiffle world, and hopefully we talk more about wiffle ball. This isn't supposed to be just about wiffle ball for you guys just kind of tuning in for the first time or who don't know who we are. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoy it. Uh, bear with us. Boomer, what, go through the bumps what in the is, road. What are some, boom, what are some of the teams on your resume that you've played for over the years going back? Some of the Wow. So go all the way back. I don't know if anyone on here besides you will know this is the first team name ever. It's the Dirtbags going all the way back to 2002. Um, one of the first kids that this wiffle world people are going to know is, uh, is young Matty Griffin at 14 years old, him throwing about 99 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, the 603 is on my resume. Uh, phenoms, phenoms are actually on my res- resume for, the, for this story for you guys that might not know this. <laughs> short, short, first, short stint. That's a story. That's a story for Yeah. Well, I mean, the first, the first ever year the phenoms existed, I was on the team with Josh Fagano, his brother. Evan yeah. and uh, Stoop for the you got those of you guys that know or remember him. Um, yeah. So yeah, and, and we'll we'll skip past that because again, I don't want to talk for twenty minutes. You, you got you got twenty minutes, so we're gonna get we're gonna get to you in a second. I just want to uh, we'll get we'll get to more of us as we go on uh, throughout these. But uh, Tui, you're up, man. Tell everyone about you. Gary, we'll get to you in a second. Boomer, happy to be here with you, man, and all you guys. Uh, some of the teams I've played with. Over the years, I'm a young guy, but consider myself a vet in this whole thing. Got my breakthrough with Maddie and RTN in 2011, I want to say. Then some of the other teams, 7th Floor Crew, Roughnecks with Boomer and Yard. And now 603, following up after Danny and me on the high rollers. Looking forward to what we got going on. Beautiful. Danny Habs, you're up, buddy. Go. Always a pleasure, my guy. Um, most of the Wiffle World, you guys probably already know me mostly because I'm at the big tournaments, but some of the teams I've been on is going back to my first team was the High Rollers. And from the High Rollers, we kind of, I kind of started to branch off, and I was on Matty Griffin's team. I was on the Phenoms for a little bit, and now uh, I kind of found my guy, Tui, and me and Tui have been uh, teammates for about three, four years now, so... Sounds like we need to have Matty Griffin on this podcast one of these weeks, just because. I was going to say we've already. We've already, to, we've, we've we've mentioned already him three times in three like minutes. Times. He's going. We're not going to hear the end of this. <laughs> yeah, might as well get him on. Let's go, Matty. Come on. <laughs> um, Adam Briggio's in here. He's kind of the one that's going to make us look like rock stars in here. Yeah, I don't think he can talk right now, but he's a yeah, part we'll of this. See. He, he's the behind the scenes guy behind all this, so I want to make sure he gets his due before I turn this over to Gary real quick. But uh, Bridge, Bridge is uh. But uh, all right, Gary, you're up. Uh, Gary Lavoie is going to talk. He's going to talk for quite a bit here. He's going to introduce himself. Most of you guys, unfortunately, cool. already probably know him. And then uh, he's got quite a quite a little spiel going to say right now. And uh, I'm going to let cool. him go. And we're going to just kind of work off of that. So, Gary, floor well, is yours, brother. 
Hold the phone. Boom. What did, first of all, I want to say about your resume a bit and like why I think that you're perfect to host a show like this. And we've talked about it a little bit as a, as a group and, and connect the Wiffle world a little bit, talk about the history of the game a bit. Like, A, you have an exceptional, an exceptional amount of knowledge about, about the game and you've built relationships throughout it, like young, old, all over the place. Um, and I, I also think too, like, you bring a bit of like pizzazz to the equation. So it's going to be fun. I think you're going to be a good moderator and, and, uh, and maybe, maybe, uh, maybe tease people a little bit, maybe prod people a little bit. Maybe we're going to get into some arguments. Oh. Maybe you're going to have Don's in here and Lady in here sometimes and, and be threatening each other's lives over some of these some of these arguments that I can imagine them getting into. I mean, I'm pretty sure I've gone so into a pissing, pissing contest with everyone that's in here right now. It's outside of maybe Britain. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't need a lot. I don't need a lot of help. <laughs> that's right. That's why I think it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think it's gonna be it's gonna be absolutely perfect. Um, I don't. Need, I forget where we're starting. I forget where I, we're starting. You guys will have to remind me. I think where we wanted to start today. Was that we have we have a big announcement, but the uh, but the big announcement is that we have a big announcement coming, likely in episode two. Right? Uh, is that what is that what we talked about? Am I like right? Like that's gonna yeah. yeah you're, so, you're dropping so the bit, except that you're dropping I'm the cliffhanger you, at the beginning. And and I want to tell everybody too. I want to tell everybody this big announcement is going to impact the wiffle ball world on a global scale, like on a global scale. That's the oh. like it is going to change the landscape of wiffle ball. Period. That's the announcement that we're going to be making on episode two of this podcast. Okay. So today is we're announcing that we are going to have an announcement to talk about in the game of wiffle ball, right? That includes all of us. And we, oh, and we just lost the two listeners that we have. We just lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's number one, right? Am I, am I wrong? That's what we talked about. That's what we were going to yes, say. Yes. No, the 100%. No, you're right. All you're right. right. And so, so number two, and, and you're gonna, I think that there's gonna be some teasing happening through this, through this episode. I think that like naturally it's gonna be tough for us not to tease some of the things that we may be working on. Um, and I, and I wanna be careful. But one of the things, one of the things that I do think that we can talk about and, and maybe helps to paint a little bit of a picture is the professionalization of the wiffle ball club, the franchise. That is 603 Wiffle Ball Club. So that's what I wanted to do next. Do I have permission to like kind of explain yeah, what we're and, doing and, and, and why thorough, we're doing and, it? And Gary, be thorough too for people that are just listening for the first time and have no idea what you even just said right there. Just kind I of know. said right there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So so let people know like outside of the Wiffle Ball where people aren't going to know what the hell you just said right there. So yeah. So, so, start well, there. so let's yeah. So let's let's face facts that there are. Um, there are opportunities in the wiffle ball world right now. Um, and there are about to be new opportunities in the wiffle ball world for, uh, entrepreneurship and businesses to be born. And I believe that the sport is going to have an opportunity to professionalize a bit. So if you are a stakeholder in the sport and you have excelled at this sport, You've put your heart and soul into it. You've grinded through it over the last two decades. You bring me your eight, like last decade, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, I think that there's going to be an opportunity to like position yourself and participate in what's going to happen next with the, next with the sport. To do that, I think that any of the teams that are high level teams want to be thinking about 
professionalizing and like, like what, so what does that mean? What does professionalizing mean? Um, to me, it means, and like we kind of decided early on when we looked at this 603 thing, we said to ourselves, like, we, Boomer, you and me legit got into this argument about what is 603 and like, we're just going to go play and what's this thing that you're doing where you're collaborating with Node or and you're, you know, you're firing up these guys to go play. That's not 603. And what did I say back to you? I said, look at 603, 603 Wiffle Ball Club, like it's brand, it's identity from the very beginning was to win, period. Like it was like our friendships came because of how much we loved the game of wiffle ball. It was like our, our love and passion for the game of wiffle ball and the competitive atmosphere that we that we built, right, and that we were going to do it, whatever it took, right, and put our heart and soul into it to come out on top at the end. Like that's what that's what the mission of the – of the team and this thing that we've built has always been um, our friendships and everything else came, came after that. So when, you know, when I started talking to, to Noter who was participating on high rollers with these guys and, and we kind of played, we played in an event and it was six Oh three against high rollers and, and we're on the field and like, you know, I'm still competitive and I'm still going to compete by the way. And I'm going to still hit bombs off every single one of the people that was listening to this thing. But at the same time, like we know we're getting older and we can see these guys in the field that are so exceptionally competitive and good. And doesn't it make sense for us to begin sort of firing them up and pushing them to be the best team and organization that they possibly can be? And like we get to be supporters. We get to be people that like pump it up, that become fans of these guys and, and help support the team in different ways too. And maybe helps to develop like the business model, like the tangible business model and merchandise and other things. And, and maybe we start firing up like how we provide media that surrounds the team as we professionalize and all these new cool things are happening. So that's like the legit why. That's what happened behind the whole 603 thing. And now what's being born out of this is like you have the 603, you have the 603 Wiffle Club, which you, the roster of this, by the way, like can we, can we announce the first, the first thing, like the roster of the 603 Wiffle Club going into this year? Yeah. Why don't you do, why don't you do that? I think that will. Yeah. So know. we have a change. There's a change to the roster that's happened, right? The 603 roster going into next year is going to be Haves, Tui, Lopes, Brigio, and Coster's moving up. Coster's moving up because he rakes, because he absolutely rakes, and it's what the team needs to excel. They're going to get to Sunday. They're going to be able to get down. They're going to have a lineup that's going to be exceptionally tough, which is probably what the team was missing moving forward. Um, which means that Don's is going to be reshaped into either this Wiffaholics roster that so, we are that we are continuously building, or even potentially another franchise that's going to come along this thing, alongside of this thing, in, in Top Gun. Both of which are going to act as what we're calling sort of contender franchises that are going to be competitive and still participate, but are really here to push and drive and provide leadership to this group, and even be maybe a funnel for new player development. And that's literally, so, and that's, oh, can I do one more thing, Paul? And then you stop yep. me and you ask me questions. And yep. that's literally not yep. it. Like beyond that, we're also making the connector to a youth team and we're going to bring a youth team into the community. And what's happening too, through all of this is every single one of the players on the team and all of us that are kind of former players and we're moving into like front office, but we're also participating over here. Like we're figuring out what our roles and responsibilities are to help pump up this whole big community and network that we're about to build as a professional organization. And that's gonna, and that's, so that's the start. And we're gonna see what happens thereafter. 
And, and I think all of this is going to sort of relate to maybe big announcements coming in the future for this game. So what I'm going to, I'm going to first, next first question is I want you to announce the, the Top Gun team and then talk about how can these teams, obviously you see a lot of people that are listening to this now, can, can roster spots be switched? Like how did, how does it work? What is your envision? Well, so, so Boomer, I, I honestly, I don't even want to get into it yet, right? Because, because what you're going to talk about is going to, yeah, it's going to relate to some of the other things that are, okay. that are happening. And, um, so I don't even we're want just to tease more. So we're just teasing. Yeah. More I don't, okay. yeah, I don't even want to get into the semantics of like rules and play and those things. We're going to, we're going to, I wasn't asking for rules, more just a discussion of like, well, you know, of, of how, if somebody's listening right now and is thinking about doing this, or maybe maybe you need to make the announcement before they can. You know what should they be looking for for the two rosters, and how does it work? I guess was more what I was going to try to get. Well, I think I think so. It's like the cultural thing is kind of unique to us, and 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 so what what I think needs to happen is that some of the older guys that have been participating in this game for a while, and like if you go through the teams, you know who they are. It's like the the you know it's the Danny Lanigans of the world, and the Ryan Woods of the world, and the Josh Paganos of the world, and. And a whole host of others that have been participating. Like these need to become stakeholders in the game in a different way. And and I think that's all. I think that's begun to happen. Yeah, I think Gary, you're to, saying too much. Oh, all right, and I, I think it needs to continue to happen in a in a different way as well. Habs, don't worry. Bridge can edit this out too if he says too much. So we're, we're and, okay. and, and 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 Boomtown, like. Uh, we got a little bit lucky. It was like the culture surrounding us just made all of this make sense real fast. You know what I mean? It was like, Noter, like, can we talk and sort this out? Look how good these guys are, right? Like, let's get the fuck out of the way and let's go play over here and develop and we're going to still compete and like fight, but let's fire these guys up and, and let's build like a big family, right? That was the, that was the start of it because it made so much sense. It was easy. And so it's not the, it's not going to be the easiest thing in the world for teams to replicate. But if I'm some of the top franchises in the world, they know who they are. I'm going to start thinking about, you know, is there a way for me to connect to a, a, a franchise that's like maybe up and coming or maybe veteran? And then is there a way for me to kind of sponsor a youth community as well and maybe have a youth team and, you know, for that to sort of support their family? And we all kind of begin to build big families and brands out there. And who knows what who knows what happens next? OK, now I'm done. Well, that's, done. Listen, that's, that's enough. That's, that's enough, enough from you. Now, now you you want to hear my you want to hear my top five players? Uh yeah. Let that way you can uh, we can have a little back and forth while you're still here because I know you yeah, got right. to bounce. I want to listen. Okay, I want to hear these guys. Like, what's cool for me, Paul, too, because we've we've done a little bit. We have our group chats, right? We've been giving each other shit. Uh, it's fun to hear these guys talk about the game and what they remember seeing the game and like what inspires them in the game. Like that part is really cool. So I'm, I'm intrigued to get halves, your feedback to please feedback, best players, best players ever. And Paul, what are we talking about first? Are we talking all time? Best player all time? Yeah. Do, do top five all time. First. Um, woo! You ready? I'm ready. Well, I see, so it's going going in order is real tough for me. It's like going in reverse order, and that's what you want to do to like build the build the drama. Uh, so I'm, I listen. I'm going to say names first, and then I'll, I'll order them. Okay. So as I say them, this isn't the order. You ready? You got to yeah. only say five, though. Yeah, I'm only going to say five. Okay. 
and I'm going to purposely go out of order right now just to just to mess with you. Uh, Kevin Norris is going in the top five for me, all-around football player. And by the way, I think there's, like, criteria you have to talk about here. What's what's the criteria? For for me, that, that we have to be talking about an all-around player, like, or else I'm the best player in the world. But we, you, we got to be talking about an all-around does everything. I think you it's, like, longevity, their top-level talent. Have they won? You know what I mean? It's, like, winning, consistency, top-level talent all around talent, all over the game of wiffle ball. Those are the things that I'm considering here. Kevin Norris goes in the top five. And I think that can be debated too, much like I'm sure I would love to debate LeBron and Jordan with me some night. Yeah, exactly. Like you can go all over the place with what is their criteria and what's not, and people might, but continue. Yep, yep, totally. So I'm putting Kevin Norris in. Uh, I'm going to put Ryan Wood in. I'm going to put Josh Pagano in. Uh, <laughs> it's hard when you only got five spots, huh? Ryan McElrath is now bumping maybe my former teammate out of the top five. So I think I'm putting Ryan McElrath in there. They're just, they're, I think they keep winning. He's a dog. He's a dog. He is. He's a dog. Uh, so I put Josh, Ryan Wood, Kevin Norris. I just put Ryan McElrath in. Uh, is that how I say the name? Are you laughing at me because I'm saying his name wrong? I think it's McElrath, right? McElrath? Yeah, correct me. Make me make sure I get it right. McElrath. He's filthy. He's absolutely filthy. How long? Do you, how or, long I don't know what I want to do. I, I don't know if I want to go old school here or what. I'm not. I'm not sure about the. It might Wait, be, are you trying to say? Were you trying to say Ryan McElrath that whole time? Yeah. I thought you were it's talking. Totally about, wrong. I thought you were talking about like some old school player until right now. <laughs> yeah, say it again, McElrath. Jesus. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure, yeah, make sure I get it right, McElrath. You good? Uh, everyone's gonna be mad at me. Everyone's gonna be mad at me. I still I'm not. Gonna, might I'm, I'm not mad at you on that one. I just. How long's he been playing for real? I, I genuinely no, bro, no. I that that's a great that's a great pick. And like I'm, of the of of the young guns of I tell I tell you what he's, cough, he's in Roman, my top five. Cough Jordan, cough Jordan, cough halves. Right, like of the newer guys, it's Ryan. You got he's winning. He won him. I'm not gets okay, him. But this is all this is all time. He's know. in the all time top five. Sure. Yeah, and and, and then I, I like I think Lee's resume still does it. I just I don't know. Like I, it, you're gonna tell me to go out west, or the old guys are gonna want me to go to go back to Valiant and stuff. Like uh, Leahy's resume in both formats still does it. It does. I, I just so he's, Leahy, he's like he's won everywhere. He's won everywhere in both formats. He's been the top guy on teams in both formats. I think Leahy's Leahy's in there. And that's so that's your five. And I think and I think that's close to my order though. I think it goes Leahy <laughs> five, Ryan four. <laughs> Wood three, Norris two, Josh Pagano probably gets my nod just because like top top level. He was so good, man. He was so good. I feel like it's hard not to give Norris the number one spot though. I I have Norris number one. Everyone right. that plays wiffle ball has lost some final, some championship, 
some tournament to Norris, like regardless of who you are and when you played. Yeah, truth. <laughs> truth. All these new guys, all these like all the everybody in the game now, like you want to understand like those five players. We go watch five players play like that right there. Oh boy, right there, filthy. Every single one of them, filthy. One against the of uh, the other best players, they won against the other best players in the world, participating without restriction as hard as they possibly <laughs> on the on the other side. Hey, zip it. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, let's go to Tui. Let's get your top five, or you can just say five names. Oh, and yeah. to go I'm gonna over. I'm gonna maybe touch on some names that Gary didn't mention because honestly, I'm trying to do top five, and it seems impossible to name five guys. But uh, I think Dalby deserves some recognition. Whoa, I mean, Tui. he's been playing for a long time. Tui, he's in my top five. He's one, and. The teams that he plays on seem to make Final Four every year. They're always, still they're always there. They're always there. I and playing a couple tournaments with him, like, that dude can throw all day. He rakes. He's a good teammate. I, I think he has a good argument for that. Habs, you seem to agree? Oh, absolutely. I Like I said already, Dalby's in my top five, 100%. I played with him in that one tournament, and like, like you said before, that dude's a dog. He'll go whenever. He'll go the first game of the tournament, and then he'll come around and pitch again in the final four. And he's so, always there. He's already so won a national championship. That right there, Habs, kind of like describes him, right? Because Boomer and I will think back, and I know Boomer will concur with me, and we'll be like, well, Dalby's tough. He was always tough, but, like, he always got beat, right? And that, that, was, that was back in the, back in the day. Beginning however, of, how, however... Of- However, he's like gotten better. He's legitimately yeah. a better wiffle ball player right now than we remember playing against him in 2009. I'm watching it and going, it's unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. And, he, and he's still not that old. He's still young. Yeah, right. He, he can still throw. Yeah. He's not. I don't hate I don't like it. I don't like it, but I don't hate on this he, at He's all. not fading. He's, so he's showing no signs of fading at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah keep going. I mean, to- all right. Yep. yep go um, ahead. Go ahead, too. Now you you guys might yell at me because of biased shit, but I think DNAP has yeah, at least got to be an argument for a top five. Even yard and fast pitch, his teams are always there. He's been an ace. He's been the best hitter on the field. He's one of the best teammates I've ever had. I'm sure those of you that have played with him at some point would agree. Um. What do you Boomtown. Tui's cheating right now. He's not really giving us the top five. He's literally giving us six through ten. Aren't you talking about names that you didn't mention? No, Listen, you're nailing it. You are nailing it. So I mean, I, I, I disagree. I, I think Dalby. I would have Dalby four. I would have him ahead of McGillerath and Lee. So I, I agree with that wow. one. I don't agree with. Wow. I don't agree with Dinap. I don't agree with Dinap. I love Dinap. Dinap's one of my favorite people in wiffle ball. I don't agree with him being in the top five though. Continue though, Tui. Keep going. Okay, he's in the. He's one of the most talented wiffle ball players that have ever picked up the ball. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Right. He, absolutely. Absolutely. So, if he, honest to God, you want to you want to do a bias? Someone that's better that I would put ahead of Dinap. His own teammate, Matty Griff, is ahead of Dinap. As ahead of Dinap. You're saying all time because of format and performance and yep. a whole shot. bunch of different. Hundred percent. If you guys no knew Matty, Matty Griff's been doing this for twenty for years. I'm just saying. I'll, I'll argue. Yeah, I'm saving that one. <laughs> I'm fading that one. That that that's that's not it. 
Yeah, I listen. See, I'm proud. I'm not, proud of you. But but here I'm it is. But, but, but guys, it's all it's fight. It's all time. It's not what's happened in the last five years. Maybe DNEP is a better I, player than I, him I now. Agree. Yeah, but Dude, 2011 Griff, was a was, long time ago. 2011 was, was a long time ago. But Matty Griff was the best player in like 2002. You guys just weren't alive yet to know that. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. I'm with you here. I had both Matty and DNEP down like this short list that I have. Just because of the longevity and being in every tournament, I agree with you that Don's would be so mad at you right now for bringing up Maddie. I mean, I'm mad at myself for bringing up Maddie, but it's the truth. If I'm going to be real about it, <laughs> I don't want. At some point, well, he's going to listen to this, and I'm going to get a text at two thirty in the morning. He's going to wake me up talking nonsense about this, and, I, yeah. and I'm not happy about that either. But it's yeah. true. Well, it's, so opinion. like, so like, you guys don't remember, my, but you got to go back to like Jim Jim Ballion and like Tom Lacasio and, and Mickey Hyatt, some of these guys. But Jim Ballion like was just was a stud. They won two years in a row against the best competition in the world. He was, and no one could beat him. No one could beat him. So his arms slowed down, and he wasn't quite the same as he got to the end of the two thousands. But early two thousands, nobody in the world in like the three year time frame could touch him, right? So like when you do that. You have to be considered on the list. If you can go three to four years and nobody in the world can touch you, you're like you're also on the list. Yep, that's what I'm saying. I agree. Yep. It's like winning three MVPs in the in the NBA. Yeah, that's kind of valiant. Yeah, and like Dalby will talk. I think Dalby would be on here, and he'd be fighting that fight too. He'd be like, "Well, guys, Ballion won three times like in a row. I'm, I guess I'm pretty sure it killed everybody." Right. So All right, that choose, keep going, keep going. Okay, I've got one more name. Honestly, I'm not very familiar with him, but you guys that are old will have a lot of information on him. So I honestly just want to hear your opinion on this. Over the years, I've heard a lot about Joel DeRoche. Uh, what kind of player was he? Like, is he in this conversation? What do you guys think about him as a player? Oh. He's literally like seven and a half. You just like said the name in probably the perfect spot. Okay. Maybe the eighth, maybe the eighth guy on the list. That's what I say. I think I'd have him closer to like ten. He's, I, pl- I feel I like he had a really good. He's been around a long time, though. He's been around a long time, so that's that's a good one. That's a good one too. That's one that get people talking about. That's for sure. Pretty sure he won. Did he win back to back? They won a couple. I Ooh, think. Right? Um, he won, yeah, no, he won. He won one and was competitive for like a three year stretch where he was going to be winning or in the finals or in the semifinals. Well, he came back that first year in Texas, and when I was on the Phenoms, we played him. We played them in the Final Four, and he was still yeah. throwing. So if you yeah. want to know how far back he goes, and speaking of this, because this goes with uh, the Top Gun team that Gary mentioned earlier, he actually pitching against me, Dons, Leahy, and Stoop, eliminated us, eliminated us from Texas in the, I believe it was the quarterfinals in 2007. So that's 15 years ago where he was dominating back then. Yeah, and, and by the way, like that period of time, and, and I, like this is sort of a relevant variable in this whole equation too because you have these different periods of time where the game is competitive, like the fast pitch game was really competitive or not. And when he was doing that was that 2005 to like 2012 period where the game was hyper competitive, like what is happening now with it too, by the way. Not fast. That too, that was that was a good pick. I like that one. So, Tuz, are you done? Should we throw it to our halves now to get his list? I feel, like, I feel like he should probably have to order those now. Okay, yeah, you want me to make an order? Oh, yeah. Yep, good call, Hef. All right. Shit. Bridgio, can you edit that out? 
I think I'm gonna go Dalby five. I'm gonna go Ryan McElrath four. Shit. No, I'm gonna go DNAP four, McElrath three, Pagano two, and Norris one. Wow. No Ryan Wood on there, do we? No Ryan Wood. Nah, he, he's. Oh. Ryan was oh, 10 too. Ryan was nasty. Oh, man. You only got five choices, man. That's a valid list, though, too. That's a valid list. There's too many guys to not have a valid list. Ryan now has Ryan Wood like he wasn't the back end guy for the second usual suspects national title, right? He wasn't the back end guy, um, but he has two now. Probably the best. It's still probably the best hitter on that team, right? Who? Wood. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, he's still probably the best hitter on the team. They just got another one. The first one, he was the man. He can all he hit, man. and like, at, at, and at, at top level. I don't know that I've seen anybody other than Josh Pagano at top level. Like he was, he was filthy. He was filthy. What do you? It's almost like it's it's almost like man. It's like it's like if you you want to talk talent, it's a completely different discussion too. Oh man, you can talk talent. Gary, where did you have him in your top five? Uh, I think I had him three. I think I went Pagano, Norris, Wood. And then I put Ryan in there at four, and I left Leahy in at five. Mm. Interesting. Also. Habs, your turn. All right. I just want to start out with my my honorable mention. He's got to be in the top five. Also, I know, uh, I think Gary and Tui had my number four on their list. I have Miguel Rath at number four. Just because he's so dominant these past two years. And like we were just talking about, like, those are like MVPs. Like, you kind of have to take that into consideration. And he, he's also still young. Number, number three, a guy who you guys probably all have on your list Pagano. I have Pagano number three. I feel like not much more needs to be said. We already said everything about him. He's very valid. My number two might surprise y'all because I know a couple of y'all had him on your list but didn't have him this high. And I do think I do give him a tiny bit of favoritism because of when I came into the game, he was so dominant and still is. But I got DNAP at number two because – he was the first person, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Boomer, but to ever walk off a national title. And he's got two of them. He has – I'm pretty sure he has a yard title too. Yeah, he has a title in yard. Yeah, they won one year. He's been in the finals like two or three times in fast pitch already. Just recently he's been in the United Wiffle finals. You got to have him. Then, I'd probably have him six on mine. Like that's – it's. I can't argue. He's no, I, yeah. He he's there, and my number one I have Norris. He's just he uh, wins everything. He's beat me. He's knocked yeah. me out of so many tournaments. Anytime I go to the finals, yeah, he just you have to have Norris. If you don't have Norris as your number one, though, I feel like your list is not valid. 
to be stop. honest. Yeah, yeah, because stop, they stop winning, <laughs> so stop winning so much C4, right? Like, we can yeah. talk about that too. Like, 603 sees themselves, we've always seen ourselves as, you know, it's one of, if not the best team to have ever played fast pitch, to have ever played. And then it was like, and then C4. <laughs> and then they like they're, won a few times. The like, I kept winning. It's like, you mother. They're like the real Wiffle Ball Yankees. Like, yeah. Yeah, I always thought I was the, I was the best hitter on the planet back in the day, and then Ed Packer showed up too. I was like, all right, all right, stroke. That's my five, though. Smart. Interesting. Dean Epps, you guys love love Dean Up. Both of you guys with him way up there. He's Is that deep. just? I mean, I guess I'm looking at him I more. Thought, I, I thought Shiesty Habs was going to go in there in the number one slot. <laughs> no, number, number one. Number one, Shiesty. Uh, Shiesty <laughs> has got to earn his rank. He's got to earn hasn't worn yet. Oh, yeah. I haven't done shit yet. I got to earn my rank, especially Shiesty has. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, wow. Talent, All different, right. talent, different, talent, different discussion, though. Boomer, what are your thoughts? So I'm going to give you my list real quick because I have a different number one. And you can and, and have it. Not valid. So this list is like apparently is not going to be valid because. So you, so your number one is not Josh Pagano or Kevin Norris. Uh it is, but it's just not Kevin Norris. So <laughs> you're ruining my, you're ruining my list. Well, I'll listen. I, all right. Well, I thought you were about you were sounding like you were making us excited. I already said the other one. So I'm gonna, anyway. so I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna go quick. I'm gonna go quick, but I'm gonna throw out a number six that no one's mentioned. That Dallas I think Mall. should be. That no, not Dallas Mall, not Dallas Mall. Although he is, oh, he was, boy. he's in my top ten. He is in my top ten, but Dallas Mall is up there. All right, all um, right. He was my number Dallas six. Mall, Dallas, Dallas Mall would have been seven, and I would have probably had Dnap or Maddie eight. Number six, and and I know you guys are gonna laugh, maybe laugh at this one. This six. kid's been doing this for twenty two years. I don't know how many championships he's won, but I know he's won a shit ton in just in the last few years. And uh, out of New York and Staten Island, Danny Lanigan needs to get a little recognition. Um, he oh. doesn't. He, you guys are laughing. I know. Hold on. Hold I, on. Listen, I love, I love him. That's my guy. I love him, you but I'm, sleep, I'm sleeping on that, on that. <laughs> He's not number, not in my top five. I'm going, Lanny, Lanny, I've never been the number one option. He'd be here doing the same thing. He'd be listening to you right. He's listening right now, Boomer. He's going. <laughs> Boomer, he's never been the number one option on any of those teams that have won. On these teams, but, but Habs, you're, you're, you're how old are you, Habs? How old are you? 24? So this is all this is this is all time. All time hey, is Bo- not the last is not the last five to ten years. All time is hey, like go, we're going back 25, 30 years. Hey, hey boom, can I say can I say something in response to this? Seen it. Yep. Boom, can I jump in and say something in response to this? Absolutely. Danny Lanigan will go down as one of the greatest stewards the game of wiffle ball has ever had, period. So so you know what I'm gonna compare Danny Lanigan to? In the sport of basketball, and this guy just died, God bless him, uh, Bill Russell is how I kind of look at Danny Lanigan as far as Don't disrespect maybe he, like that. Why? It's, that's not disrespecting Bill Russell because Bill Russell's never going to really be considered. He's not a, not going to be considered for the top three, five of all time, but arguably more important than anyone else that's ever and dominated for his team. Maybe in not the way that you would think. If you go look at his stats, he dominated defensively. Uh, I don't know. Hey. And then he's not in my top five. He's number six, I said. So don't completely shit on the list. Wow. Yeah, I know you guys. You get, you're not looking at it all time. You're looking at it in the last five or ten years. You're not looking at it all time. The kid was the ace of his team I, back I, in 2000 before you were born. You, 
I oh, am. he was tough. He's always been tough. I am. I, I'm just. I'm, <laughs> I'm out on that one. Okay. Shout out, Daniel. Hey, what are we doing? Hey, what are we Shout doing? Out Daniel on, and what are we doing on Thursday on October 22nd next year? Next year. Hanging out with Daniel again. Yeah. Yeah. Where? Where? That's my dog. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even know it yet, but Dan, yeah, Dan Lanigan's have his dog now. That's my dog. No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're hanging out next year, Dan. Thursday. He knows. Yeah, I do. I believe he already knows. Um, so I'll just Boom, finish up my top five. That's my top five. That I'll go quick. Dolby five, Ryan Wood four, uh, Jordan Rollis three, Kevin Norris two, Josh McDonald one. <laughs> I gotta say that list is garbage. <laughs> garbage. Wow. Wow. Yeah, new host. New host. I should I should have I should have put Habs in there just in one of the spots and it would have been the That would have made it time. even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the reason the Habs isn't in is because he hasn't won. And you know, nothing against Jordan. Jordan's a fantastic player, one of the best players, but I don't think he can be in the top five for that same reason. Uh, yeah, so you, like, if, you, if you if you flip it to talent, you quickly are like the the, the most talented football players that oh, I've ever seen in my life. Top real, five real quick, talent is different. Real, real quick, real quick, it's uh, Josh Ryan, Habs, Rob, Robles, and Ryan McElrath. Bro, say his name right. I just I just did. I just think I just think you haven't seen the best of what McElrath's going to be. So like, yeah, he's probably going to be in the top five in ten years, but is he right now? That's yeah. I feel like if he stopped playing right now, I feel like, and you look back at it in like five years, and how he just dominated the two biggest tournaments in wiffle ball, and he's probably the two biggest. Dominate Ma too. Yeah, and he dominated the Jugs in general. Dominated this entire summer, and those guys play the same teams every week or every tournament, and he's still practically untouchable. And he rakes. So. Good teams, too. Good teams. And, and, yeah. he, and he gets with the game. Like, he develops to – so, like, you can't really catch on to what he's doing. He's always, like, a second ahead. Oh, nice. Like, he's, nice. like, a step ahead of you. Like, yeah. that's how he pitches. Like, even if you so, – look, look at him this year in the finals. He lets up a bomb first pitch. Bang. Adjustment. They didn't touch him the rest of the game. Yeah. Preach. And you, know, you know they're going to hit. Yeah. No, it yeah. Habs, if I was giving you my top five list right now, he's in it. But top five all time is different. Yeah, I have him at my I have my top five list right now, and he's my number one. Okay, Get, who's the rest of that list? That we still have. Who's the rest? I, got, I, I do have Jordan on there. I got Jordan at five, and I have talking, Stant at four. Talent. talent. I got Stant yeah. at four. I got Norris at three, and Dinep at two, and McGarrath at one. Okay. Stan, I, don't See, I love that list. Hey, like, like I love that list. And what he's Stan and what he's doing is unbelievable. Like it's it's I I don't I don't know that I can argue that either. It's insane. Yeah, it's when he makes like three outs, on he's the best best hitter in the game right now, right? Fact. Oh my god! Oh, not yeah. even close. It might it might not even be close. Fact. Not even close. Yeah, so, so it's not even back. close. And the number two and three are nasty, and it's still yeah. not even close. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Crazy. Stan he's, he's he's the Dallas Mall of this generation. Yeah, get it. What'd you say? I said Stan is the Dallas Mall of this generation. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. With the knuckleball and everything. Yeah, he's definitely yeah, he's he's nice with it. 
But Ryan, but Ryan is too. Does Ryan, does Ryan play? I mean, I know Yard didn't really happen a ton this year. Has Ryan ever played? Miguel's fuck ever played Yard, Boomer. Boomer, fuck Yard. <laughs> no, I know, but that's – listen, if you're going to talk about all-around, best all-around players, you got to kind of – it's got to be considered. Everyone you mentioned in these lists does both. Yeah, it's 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 you know that's like it's like a debate on on its own two boomer right yeah, there because right. yep there's something like you just yeah it's it's different like you're talking about different skills you are talking about restriction of ability you know so it's different just different I like it when they line up <laughs> I like it when the best players line up and like go at it give me that that's what I want to see. Line it up. It's filthy. It's like because that's what I like. That's what I. That's what I felt. Line them up. Like I used to practice with John Hickey. We used to practice all the time. So I had this guy like throwing a hundred miles an hour at me from forty feet. Like it was the most intense thing I, I could imagine. It was impossible to hit. I had to do it. I had to do it. All right, I got. A, I got a question for you guys. I know we got to probably wrap it up in a, in a few here. Everybody, give me one player. If someone takes your player, then come up with someone else. But everyone, give me a player that's not in the top five. For both of these, someone that could be in the top five all all time, and someone that could be a top five player today that's not now that we don't know about. Go, Gary, go first. Gary, go first. Same order. Dylan Coster, dog, dog, (laughs) dog, dog. But okay, dog, dog. No, I don't listen. No, he can't because he's terrible at pitching. He might. He's gonna be the yeah. He's gonna be the lefty G swift. He's a definition one-way player. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was not on this list, and that I we didn't one. even talk about. That we might talk about in the future. Man, I want to go this, like, this time Yonk, next year. Man, who are we Yonk, talk about? Yonkman, like Yonk, that guy. Like I see, he's good, man. He is good. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Tui, you. That's two, isn't it? All right. I got the uh, bastard that took me deep to end our Sunday, Dev Torres. Oh, he, oh man, he's oh, so good. Good one. He's good one. Pitches, hits, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Is that true? Dev? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Love him, but hate him for taking me deep. But I think his name has to be said. Oh, that's such a good one. Halves? Go. So, someone, hmm, it's so hard because I, I want to give people credit, but I also don't want to give people any credit. Don't. Keep <laughs> but it I also want to want to put myself on this <laughs> list. I'm going to be on this list. Honestly, someone we haven't mentioned at all yet that kind of gets disrespected because of whatever's going on. But I feel like when anybody steps up to face him, they all know that there's a probably a good chance he's going to strike you out. And Whiter. that's white. Yep. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, he gets so disrespected for whatever whatever the reasons are. Who disrespects like, Whitener? Everyone. Everyone. Well, white we, guy. We didn't, white we, we didn't say, white we didn't say, white say his name. White guy got you, my dog. They're leaving you off all these lists saying no one disrespects you. I got you. <laughs> remember that. Just remember that for the future. Uh, I keep um, 
That's correct. All right, so, like so, I, so I have a I have a top five all time that none of you guys mentioned, and then I have a uh, I'm going to go another old school guy that's on forever, and then I have my top five player that I think is going to be top five by the end of this year. Uh, top five all time, no one mentioned Steffi. I don't know how you guys didn't mention him. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly was thinking about putting him on my list. I really was, but yeah. I just couldn't give it to him. I just there was just he was um, honestly he was he was in my top ten. Here, can I explain why why? And I love sure. and I love Sean. I hope he's listening. Tui has a um, great take on this too. Well, he's developed into what? like yeah, and and he is. He's in he's in that top ten. He's on the top ten list. I think there are a couple of moments early on where he had an opportunity to shine. If he would have closed a couple of those doors, there's no question we'd be talking top five. And uh, okay, but, I'll keep but, it going. And my he, my top five. That's going to be top five by the end of this year. And uh, this is just pains pains me to say because he's in this fucking chat right now. Uh, bridge edit that swear, but uh, Haverty, you're going to be in the top five by the end of this year. Oh, it's so sweet. It's, it's the true again. It goes back to what I was he's thinking so about Matty Grip earlier. Oh, he's too good of a he's too good of a hitter, boom, right? So if he can come out and he can throw gas for those two games and change a tournament with his bat too, like yep, yep. Yeah. The people yeah. saw on Saturday night. What a somewhat healthy Habs looks like on the mound. And you know what? Play. You know what I? You know what I saw? Trouble! Different. It was trouble. Ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna kiss the kid's ass again, real quick, Habs. This is never gonna happen again. So enjoy this. I'm gonna enjoy it. What I saw for you that Saturday night game when you hit the two bombs or whatever after you got down one nothing. Old the, the Habs I knew when I first met you five six years ago, whenever it was, maybe even longer than that, wouldn't have been able to come back from that. You and you just you balled out and brought them back, and that was really really impressive. And you, so, yeah, yeah, we're not even going to talk about how we started the game, like mindset to start this game. Unbelievable. Yo, Unbelievable. Boom, I appreciate it, though. I, do I just it. like to say the only reason Habs is a good teammate now is because of me and Noter. Exactly. That is something to be said, though. Like, I can definitely take credit for the years before I became teammates with, like, Noter and Tui. And teaming up with my friends, like I was a horrible teammate. <laughs> I was such a. I, I could definitely not on all teams though. I don't want to give all these people credit. But yeah, that's well. Listen, that's because we're we're tasty. On some teams, I was a little bit a little bit too much in the wrong places. But when I started to like actually play with my friends, it was like smooth sailing. I kind of figured out how to level, and it's like that's what I kind of tell these young people now. Because I had a kid, actually, the kid who, one of the kids who made the videos for the United Wiffle Tournament, he texted me or hit me up on Instagram, and he asked me, like, what advice I would give to him. And I said, I was like, don't join up any teams. Like, play with your friends. Like, bring your friends to these tournaments. It's going to make you a better player, and it's going to make you enjoy the game and be a better teammate. And actually, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, you guys all yeah. started playing with your friends. Not to yeah, go on a tangent, but, like, that's just, that's how it should be. No, but that says a lot right there, man. You, you like knew, I said, I'm playing. Well, I'm not that I wasn't friends with any of those guys, but like I'm playing with like my actual dogs now. Like when we talk, we don't even need to talk about wiffle ball. Like these are my actual friends, so yeah. that yeah. helps you. And that's why the jugs are so good because those dudes can chop it up whenever because they're just yeah. so in sync like that. Yeah, you. Yeah, so without like the top, the top, the top teams across the board, like they elevate because of culture and they sync. Yeah. That's why you can't you can't win when I see all these top players like going from team to team to team just trying to chase this title like it just it never works it never works yep. so many people yep. have done it people have tried to do it jump on six oh three and do it 
Yeah. And you guys have lost, like with those star players. Listen, no, not, not very, not very, not very much. Not a lot of losing. <laughs> but it has before with men. We're talking about Kenny. We're talking about. I can win. Tough. We can we, we can win with Whiffman. Don't don't even bring up Whiffman. I don't got time today. <laughs> <laughs> Whiffman was an awesome teammate. Like Boomer, we had Whiffman best, that, Whiffman best teammate ever. Boomer, that was 2010. Phoenix with with Whiffman. Yeah, no, I I remember. Yeah, crazy, I was crazy. Like, that, that event, that event right there. And I bet we can bring back some like we'll we bring can back do a podcast. We guys. could do a whole podcast oh, today and stuff on that. On that Phoenix, that, yeah, we can bring a lot of guys. That I'm Phoenix event is just a thing in of itself. Like that, it was a problem. It's a problem. All right, Bridge told us we had a good uh, fifty-minute stopping point at this, so uh, everyone kind of will wrap it up, I guess, for now. Um, I, listen, I told you I was going to. I only had fifteen minutes. You hooked me in. You stayed the whole time, so that's going to say good. something. Uh, Tui, Tui, any final uh, sayings until next week's show or whenever we do the next one? I've got what might be considered a hot take that I've been speaking about today. I think if, as players and members of the Wiffle world, we're trying to grow the game, right? I think it might be a great idea to stop collaborating with people like Trevor Bauer if we want access to more celebrity type athletes and things like that. You might want to think about who we're associating with. Uh, Dude, this is a legit hot take right now. Holy shit. We needed this take to happen like 30 minutes ago. This is an episode. Wow. Bridge, we might be breaking, we might be going over 50 minutes now. Holy shit. Dropping bombs. I don't even know the full, I don't even know the full story other than he got into some trouble and I think it was domestic related trouble, right? Is that what we're talking about, Joey? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if that's finished up in court or whatever. All I know is that he sounds like he's not the greatest human being on the planet. Yo, but Tui, we were, we were in, we were, I was in Arizona when MLW told us that they didn't even really invite Trevor Bauer to come. He kind of showed up. The, the other MLB guy was coming, and then he was like, where are you going? And Trevor Bauer kind of just, like, came. That's yeah. why they didn't put Trevor Bauer in any of the pictures, any of the videos. They tried to, like, oh, make I, it like a thing. Like, you know I what I'm saying? Bauer you, you can't find any video with them in Bauer, a picture. They didn't take any. They published them. I'm pretty sure he's good friends with the King of Juco guy, which he's hilarious, and his content is great, but – just bigger picture, wiffle ball is like not nothing, but we're on the come up right now. If we want to continue doing that, I just think it'd be smart to think about who we put on videos, who we're promoting our name aside, you know? Dude, he's still getting money from the Dodgers, dude. No, he's not. He's suspended, so he's actually not. I don't believe he is right now. Not getting that? Yeah. I, I believe he's not getting. I, I believe he's not getting paid right now. But I could be wrong. That's another story for another day. I, I'm pretty sure hey, because of whatever. Hey. Boom, Bridgio and Boom, Bridgio and Tui. Right, you guys are the core of this thing. Me and Hazard, who are special guesting today. You're gonna have other special guests. Um, can I encourage you guys to do next episode in two weeks? Yes. You know what I mean? Like you're you're about to release this on whenever. Release it and then have the next one go two weeks. Yep. 
Sure. Perfect. Give a little, give a little bit of time, and then and you're gonna and you're gonna drop your major, and you're gonna drop your bomb. Have, on, you're gonna drop your bomb. On the I don't even one? know if it, I'm not even sure it'll be me. I'm not even sure it'll be me, but I'm, there will be an announcement that will shake the football world. Okay. And two of you, and we're gonna start with you next time if you're bringing a hot take like this. Tell me this beforehand. Holy, well, shit, you know. I want to hear that, what you guys. That was, that was what huge. do you guys think about this? Because this is I've been thinking about this all day after seeing him. Again, on the BLW kids, I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. I think it's Big League football. I haven't seen that. I didn't even see that, Tui. I didn't even know what that was. Well, Jordan came to this tournament in Arizona that was hosted by BLW Wiffle Ball. And me and Dobby were there. We won it. You know, no big deal. But I saw videos videos today of them playing with the King of Juco and Bauer. And it just got me thinking, like – you know, we're trying to get out there more. I don't. Oh damn! Yeah, I'm on Instagram now. I just checked it out. That's crazy. So I what Tui's telling us. What Tui's yeah, telling us so. is to keep your keep your money good, right? Yeah, Tui's he's playing the smart good. He wants to surround, but he he's Tui's trying to say now that the youth is getting involved in stuff, we actually should be more like conscious and mindful of like who we're bringing around these people. That's why. We don't have much time, but that, I get what he's saying. Yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's an old saying that, like, you know, there's no such thing as bad press. Uh, this might be one of those times where that's not – that's the case, where this too much press is bad press when it involves bad human beings in, in general, I would say. But, but there's, some, there's some people in the sport themselves that could use some – do some self-reflecting on their appearance to the audience, you know? A hundred percent. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Fellas, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta jet. You guys all, you guys fire me up. You just fire me up. I think we're up. all out I, of lo- I love what, you, love what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna end it here. This was awesome. This one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Two weeks, boys. Boys. See you guys all in two weeks. Boys. Yeah. All right. See you, fellas.